Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What's up, guys? It is a billion degrees today. Um, that's for damn sure. Uh, at least in my place. So if you hear a fan, that's why. Uh, I do apologize. Um, I'm trying to stay as cool as humanly possible. Um, also had to deal with a snake today. Uh, I don't know if I, go, if I told you guys this, but a couple weeks ago there was a frog in my kitchen. Um, and the inevitable happened today. There was a snake in the kitchen today. So that's what's going on. Um, we're in the throes of summer, if you will. Um, but <laughs> uh, hopefully the heat won't last too long. But I could be wrong. Um, who knows? Hopefully next week I'm not, like, just sweating to death. Um that's not a promise, though, right? Obviously, we have no control over that. Anyway, um, before we get too deep into the reads, you know, as always, thank you guys for the follow. Thank you guys for the listen. Uh, if you're new, welcome in. If you've been listening, welcome back. Um, friends, family, fans, as I like to call you all, um, welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, as always, we talk a little bit about movies, a little about TV, and a little bit about video games. Uh, just depends on what's going on that week, this week, the week before, um, in the nerd realm. So, without uh, without going too deep out of the reads, because we're going to dive in, um, let's start, right? What's going on in the video game world? What is going on in the video game world? Um, no surprise here, but the Nintendo Switch is now the fifth best-selling console of all time. Um, behind the Wii, sorry, the PlayStation 4, the Wii, um, something, and the PlayStation 2. Uh, PlayStation 2 is at like 150 million units. I don't think any console's ever going to catch up to that ever again, to be honest. Um, that's a wild number, if you think about it. Uh, the Wii, though, now has, or the Switch, excuse me, has 111.08 million units sold. 111. If anything, the Switch may catch up to the PS2. That's the only console, I think, because it it's so um, universal, right? Kids, adults, uh, old people, young people. It, it, it literally is transcendent in terms of uh, who who can play it, who can use it. Um, there's there's literally no equal to it. Um, but but I digress, right? It, it's obvious. It was obvious that it was going to happen that way. But no, it's a good thing. Um, we've also learned that Beyond Good and Evil has finally hired a head writer, um, which doesn't make sense because I always I thought it had a head writer. I guess that guy that that French dude that always comes up on stage from them is just um, like the concept dude. I I'm just very confused as how as to how this game um, didn't have a head writer, like. What? I, I don't understand. Um, I'm very, very confused. Um, 
Anywho, that's happening, so I guess that game is finally going to come out I, I, in a six more years. I like At this point, it's like a game that we all think is going to come out, but never actually will come out. I mean, at least. I don't think I'm the only person that thinks that. Um, Square Enix has also announced that they're looking to sell off more studios. Uh, I guess a report came out that the reason they sold Crystal Dynamics and some of the others was because they were bleeding some of the other studios dry. I, <laughs> then I don't know what the hell Square is doing. Um, they want to sell off more stakes in some of their other studios. Uh, oh, cannibalized, excuse me, is the, the term that was used. Um, David Gibson, Gibson, who is a games industry analyst, um, was listening to Square's latest earnings call. Um, but it, that the selling Crystal Dynamics, Eidos, and Square Enix Montreal was phase one. Uh, phase two, they're going to review their portfolio and they just want to be able to remove resources around better. I wonder what studios they're going to sell off next and um, who they're going to keep. I, I don't know. It's just it's interesting that Square is trying to offload all these different things that they've had. Uh, Evo 2022 was this past week, and a couple things we learned... Uh, in the fighting game world, uh, SNK has announced a new Fatal Fury game. Uh, there hasn't been one in the Fatal Fury franchise in nearly 20 years, so that's a little surprising to a lot of people. Uh, a new Tekken was teased. Um, it started with a video from the original Tekken of, of Kazuya throwing Hihachi off a cliff, um, literally ripped from the original game, polygons and all, uh, and then quickly cuts to a clearly a, a modern... Um, a modern cutscene version of Kazuya's face, and it says "next" or "ready for what's next" or something. I don't remember, but clearly it's either teasing Tekken Eight or something else potentially related to Tekken Seven. We don't know. Uh, just that a new Tekken project is in the works now. And then we also learned that Arc Systems uh, wants to be more proactive in terms of getting more IPs made into games. Um, Arc Systems is, of course, behind Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Guilty Gear Strive. Um, they also announced that rollback netcode was coming to uh, Fighter Z along with next-gen, current-gen, whatever you want to call it, uh, versions of the game. But they want to uh, branch out more, according to CEO Minoru Kiduka. Um, he spoke with IGN at Evo and he wants to pursue more partnership opportunities. Um, and especially more so with Western audiences, is what he said. Um, he said, quote, we need to expand fighting communities through IP. In the future, if we have such an opportunity, we're actively pushing to collaborate with new IP owners, unquote. Um, he wants to have ones that are planned and developed in the U.S. Um, and, like I said, more ones that aren't just um, global audiences like Guilty Gear or Dragon Ball Z, which obviously has more global appeal than some other things. Uh, we've also learned that uh, Activision and COD, are, or Call of Duty, 
Infinity Ward are going to be holding a showcase for Call of Duty on September 15th, uh, which was, I think, just a few days before the first open beta on PlayStation. Um, they're going to show off gameplay. They've already shown off um, the first new map, which is a Grand Prix map uh, based on, like, a racing location. Um, no other details were released, but just obviously we're going to learn a whole lot more about Warzone and Modern Warfare 2 and, and everything like that. Um, we've also learned that, so Netflix has kind of gotten on this big games initiative, which is kind of weird that they'll invest in that, but not shows that people actually want to watch. Um, but now we're learning that less than 1% of its subscribers play games. Um, 1.7 million Netflix subscribers are interacting with the service's games on a daily basis, and this is per CNBC. Uh, that equals to less than 1% of their 221 million total subscribers. And CNBC got all this information based off Apptopia, which is a global app tracker. Um, there are 24 games on there uh, that include adaptations, multi-platform indies like Moonlighter, um, and they want to have other games based on some of their other IPs, but I, I just, I think it's a, if you don't even have 1% of your user base using it, I, I don't think it's something uh, they should continue to invest in personally, especially if they're hemorrhaging money like they claim, but I digress. Uh, we've also learned Pac-Man is going to get a live-action movie from the producing team behind the Sonic film, which, if you want anyone behind your video game adaptation, I guess... They're the ones you want to have, right? I mean, makes sense. Um, we've also learned that Super Punch-Out, which released on the Super Nintendo uh, nearly 30 years ago, um, has a two-player mode that was just discovered. Um, the game released in 1994, of course, a sequel to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Um... And if you have a controller plugged into the two-player slot and you hold the Y and R button, it essentially um, makes it possible to play as, a, as the second player um, and use special moves, which is wild. Um, it's strange that it, no one caught this until now. It's, it's very, um, very interesting indeed. Especially that the developers never said anything in this nearly 30 years. Uh, WB's Multiversus game, which is technically an open beta in their Super Smash clone, um, recently had its first season delayed, uh, and we are now learning that it actually has over 10 million players, which is wild, wild for that game to have over 10 million players already. Looks like it's, it's doing well, um, even though some people are only playing as a certain amount of characters, from my understanding. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct today all about Splatoon 3, which drops next month. Um, I had almost 30 minutes of pure information. Uh, it's rare we get that in a Direct for one game. Um, and then, final bit of gaming news. Not a whole lot since Gamescom is coming up in uh, a week or two. I want to say when's, when's Gamecom, Gamescom this year. Um... Gamescom will be next week, the 19th, uh, or sorry, in uh, two weeks on the 24th. I don't know why I read that date wrong. 
that was when it started. Uh, no, the 24th. So literally two weeks from today, um, Gamescom will uh, start. That is the E3 of Europe, essentially. Um, and I'm sure we'll learn more about new games and things like that as well. Uh, and then our final bit of gaming news. Uh, EA and the NFL have renewed their partnership for several more years uh, to host esports events esports events um, in for Madden, essentially NFL. Uh, that will take place during the NFL season as well. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about TV. Uh, I know Sandman started this past week. I have yet to start watching it, so we will talk about it next week. So just... Uh, Bear with me on that. Um, we've learned that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will officially merge um, next year sometime. Um, they uh, plan to do it by the summer of next year. Um, and then other countries and regions will follow by that. Um, and later in 2024 eventually as well. Um it probably won't have HBO in the title. Um, no pricing has been learned. Um, it will have a free ad-supported space as well. Um, but we'll see what happens um, with that. Because Discovery Plus is a lot cheaper than HBO Max. That's for damn sure. Um, so I wonder what they'll do uh, for people who have that. Or... Um, if maybe they'll bring down the price of HBO Max or whatever the new service will end up being will end up being called, uh, we'll just have to see as time goes on. Um, let's see. Netflix has been ordered to pay its writers or other writers of television shows forty-two million dollars in residuals. Um, they've lost a case against the Writers Guild of America. Um, that was uh, arbitration started by them um, that started over Bird Box. Um, essentially, it's, quote, Netflix argued the WGA should not accept a substandard formula the company negotiated with DGA and SAG-AFTRA. Um, after a hearing, however, an arbitrator determined differently that the license fee should have been greater than the gross budget of the film. Um, so that includes Bird Box, other things, and now uh, $42 million dollars uh, to other writers and things like that. So yes, uh, they need to treat everyone equally over there. Um, Rosario Dawson uh, was being asked about potentially returning as uh, Night Nurse. I can't think of her character's name. Um, but uh, she said on Twitter... She had said something about I get uh, Claire, Claire Temple. That's the character's name. Um, somewhere, something about playing uh, Claire Temple again in a Punisher series, um, or John Bernthal was coming back. But it turns out that wasn't the case. Uh, on Twitter, she said, "Quote: Getting intel from fans during signings is iffy. Apparently, my bad. I get excited. Confirmation is key when you're told what you want to hear. I can't be trusted. Getting intel, uh, or say I can't be trusted." Anyway, unquote. Um, interesting, though. She said she found out the day before. 
Uh, but it turns out that wasn't entirely true. I don't know why you would believe a fan when you are like an agent. You have like an agent that would tell you these things. Um, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see John Bernthal enter the MCU. Um, it's just I think we have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer for that. Um, HBO Max. We're going to talk about that a, a, a bit today. Um, more cancellations have been announced um strange adventures the show that kevin smith was producing based on adam strange um for a dc cartoon was canceled um obviously he's not as upset about that as some other things because he knows that wasn't going to be as important as some other things um obviously batgirl and we still don't know what other shows might get the axe that haven't been announced. Um, we know that Peacemaker Season 2 is safe, as well as some other James Gunn projects. Uh, but allegedly, the Black Superman show, the Supergirl movie... Um, hold on, what else was it? The Just several... Uh, other DC shows may have been canceled. Um, potentially even the Green Lantern show, the Static Shock movie. Uh, no word yet, but Green Greg Berlanti and James Gunn projects are still safe. So that's the Blue Beetle movie. Um, whatever else James Gunn was working on other than Peacemaker Season 2. Uh, we don't know, though, entirely uh, everything just yet. Um, Brian Baumgartner, who is famous for playing... Kevin on The Office uh, is writing a chili cookbook that you can pre-order now uh, and features uh, just over a hundred chili recipes that he highly recommends. So obviously Kevin in The Office is famous for dropping his chili uh, in the main walkway, but now you can uh, read about Brian's favorite chilies and make them yourself. Um, we've also learned the Golden Globes is coming back to NBC uh, after deciding to not air them last year due to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's just despi despicable practices. Um, the 80th Awards will air on NBC in January of next year. Uh, the 79th, of course, was not on the air. Uh, if you remember correctly, um, it was due to their controversial business practices um, and things like that, but NBC is under the impression that they will reform themselves, um, but we'll see if that actually happens. Um, it's also been announced that Keanu Reeves will have his first major TV role in quite some time, as he is joining Hulu's adaptation of Devil in the White City. Um, no word yet on who he'll be playing or anything like that, but that is a period drama. Um, but he is joining that program, which should air on Hulu, I think, next year or the year after, uh, depending on production and, and things like that. And a uh, final bit of TV news here, um, especially regarding Hulu and Disney+. Plus. It has now been announced uh, that they will both be getting massive price hikes. Um, Disney has also announced a new ad-supported tier. Um... Disney's ad-supported tier will cost $8. Um, what is this? I don't... Uh, the ad-free version, which is then going to increase to 
$11 a month. That's a $3 increase, which is insane. Insane. That's wild, considering they have so many subscribers. Uh, Hulu will jump $2 a month from $12.99 to $14.99 on October 10th, which is wild. Uh, Disney's doesn't go into effect until December. Um, and then their ad-supported version, Hulu with ads, which is what I have, uh, will go from $6.99 to $7.99. Um, Disney Plus has 151 million subscribers. However, um, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus are apparently lost a billion dollars for the conglomerate. Um, yet, they're very successful in terms of uh, the amount of people that watch their shows and things like that. So it's, it's very interesting to see that they're losing money um, and then they're going to raise the price by that much. They're going to lose people that way. I don't know. Anyway, that's it for TV. Uh, I do want to get into a mo into movies here. Um, is Eternals getting a sequel? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope they just get referenced or utilized because no one talks about the giant fucking, you know, um, celestial sticking out of the Indian Ocean. Anyway, Patton Oswalt seems to hint at a potential sequel. Lady Gaga has been officially confirmed for Joker 2. Still a movie I don't understand why, why we're getting made. Uh, in an interview with Empire Magazine, Gwendolyn Christie expressed a desire to, do, to play Captain Phasma again in Star Wars. Um, she would gladly suit up in the Nubian uh, shiny... Um, armor. Uh, why can't I think of that word today? Platinum armor. Um, Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is officially named uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem and will release on August 4th, 2023. I'm very excited for that. Uh, John Carlo Esposito has made known that he has spoken with Marvel. Uh, and he is also very, very uh, vocal about the fact that he wants to play Charles Xavier, Professor X, in a potential X-Men movie. Um, I would welcome that. I think he would kill it in the role. Uh, and then Top Gun Maverick has officially passed, yes, a past Titanic at the domestic box office. Um, which is a wild thing to say. Um... That is crazy, 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 crazy. Um, it is now the highest, seventh gro highest grossing movie ever at the U.S. box office, earning $662 million. Uh, this is, of course, per box office mojo. Um, Titanic is still outpacing Maverick outside of North America with $1.5 at the international. Worldwide total of $2.2 billion. Um, so obviously... We haven't um, gotten there yet. Um, Avengers Infinity War is just barely past it at 6th. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, what happens, you know, internationally. Because it's it's not really that much of an appeal internationally. I mean, there is. It, it's Tom Cruise. Um, but, again, it, it could be different things so we'll we'll see um 
speaking of Tom Cruise, him and Christopher McQuarrie are working on a project because Tom Cruise wants to play Les, uh, Les Grossman again, uh, the character he portrayed in Tropic Thunder, the uh, somewhat overweight, balding producer, movie producer. I would gladly take a movie where Tom is Les Grossman, just the entire movie. Please, please, please. Uh, Sonic 3 has been announced for December 2024, uh, so it will be going up against uh, an av- one of the Avatar sequels. Uh, I think there's an Avatar sequel. Yeah, 2024, because that's two years. Um, Prey, which premiered on Hulu this weekend, a movie I didn't get a chance to watch just yet, uh, the Pred- Predator prequel, uh, has become Hulu's biggest premiere ever. Um, it has broken Hulu's records for most watched premiere for a single release, um, for beating film and TV series, and it was the most watched film premiere on Star Plus in Latin America, and Disney Plus in territories where Hulu or Star Plus are not available. Um, we don't have hard data for it, but, uh, Prey is getting great reviews everywhere, uh, as well as getting high praise from stars of the original Predator film as well. I hope to watch that this weekend. Uh, John Wick 4 has been announced to be the longest film in the franchise, which means it will have to be at least over 2 hours and 11 minutes long, uh, which is what John Wick 3 was at the, the previous holder. Um, and then, before we talk about Bullet Train, yes, I did see Bullet Train this weekend, Let's talk about Warner Brothers in DC, because uh, a lot of things have been going on. First, let's just do a recap. Of course, Batgirl was canceled last week, um, out of nowhere. Uh, the directors of the film shared an image of Michael Keaton in the Bat costume. Uh, Kevin Smith has come out and called it an in, uh, uh, incredibly bad look. Um, on his Babylon Hollywood Babylon podcast uh had this to say he said quote it's an incredibly bad look to cancel the latina batgirl movie i don't give a shit if the movie was absolute fucking dog shit i guarantee you that it wasn't the two directors who directed that movie did a couple of episodes of miss marvel and it was a wonderful fucking show and they had more money to do batgirl than they had to do an episode of miss marvel and stuff unquote um he also made some other comments about you know but they don't cancel the flash um, we've learned a little bit more as to why, um, Batgirl was canceled. Uh, and this was a, a direct quote from David Zaslav, Zaslav himself, who is the new CEO of the new company. Um, he said, quote, um, we're not going to release any film before it's ready. We're not going to release a film to make a quarter. We're not going to release a film. The focus is going to be how do we make each of these films, in general, as good as possible. But DC is something that we think we could make better, and we're focused on it now. And, unquote, that was during an earnings call. Uh, he's also said they have a 10-year plan, which isn't the first time Warner Brothers and DC have said this. Uh, he also said, quote, we think that we could build a long-term, much stronger sustainable growth business out of DC. And as part of that, we're going to focus on quality. Unquote. Um, he also went on to say, 
that they, quote, looked hard at the direct-to-streaming business. There's no comparison to what happens when you launch a film in theaters. The, this idea of expensive films going direct-to-streaming, we cannot find an economic case for it. We cannot find an economic value for it. So we're making a strategic, strategic shift. Our focus will be on the theatrical, unquote. Um, uh, that doesn't make sense. So just release Batgirl theatrically. If it's if it's good but not terrible, it will make back the ninety million dollars. Like let's be realistic. Um, like I said, they they want to announce a ten year plan. Uh, in now we're learning that, like I said, Supergirl can be in trouble. The movie starring Sasha Kale, um, which is in development because she she is playing Supergirl in the Flash movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I just. Uh, I don't understand. The we don't know if that movie's even happening. The uh, we know Joker Two's happening. We know the Batman is getting a sequel. We know the Green Lantern project is still in the works. Aquaman Two is still happening. The Flash is technically still happening. We're getting um, Shazam Two and Black Adam. And speaking of Black Adam, we've now learned that DC Films President Walter Hamada uh, has pretty much gotten ready to quit DC and Warner Brothers. Um, he will now stay on, though, until the release of Black Adam in October. And per The Hollywood Reporter, uh, he didn't even know that Batgirl was being shelved uh, until he was at a test screening of Black Adam. Um, was not consulted, was very angry over this. Uh, he's the head of DC Films, and the, the CEO of Warner Brothers just kind of said, nope. Um, he spoke with counsel about quitting. Um, he's putting everything on pause. Um, he doesn't want to create any other turmoil or tension. Um, but again, it's it apparently all of his other projects have been on hold, been put on hold or canceled as well. Uh, it's also being rumored now that Zaslav wants to continue the DC universe as is, technically the Snyderverse, if you will. Um, not exactly the Snyderverse, but parts of it. I and that makes sense. Theoretically, I mean, DC can pull off the multiverse, I think, a little bit better than Marvel can, um, just because it's always had its own multiverse, if, if, if you will, um, and it, it's kind of been there for a long time. I mean, ev everyone knows Crisis on Infinite Earths to a point. Um, the Arrowverse had it. Um, the uh, Apparently, Walter Hamada was working on a version of that to reboot the films, um, after the flash, that's apparently been canned now as well, though. Um, so we'll see, uh, other rumors are floating around that there is a new post credit scene, uh, that was added to black Adam that ties into the larger DCU universe as a whole, which is technically the Snyderverse, even though Jim Lee said they're not going to do that, which I, I, it seems like a lot of things have been made after Comic-Con decisions. Um, Idris Elba wants to fight Superman on screen, so technically that would be Henry Cavill's Superman. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with The Flash now, because Ezra Miller has officially been charged with a felony and a felony burglary. Um, and this is in Vermont. Um, I think they finally arrested him. Uh, arrested them, excuse me. Um, and they will appear in court on September 26th. 
So we'll see what happens with the Flash. I I, I so just want that movie to come out. It, people are just saying it, it has to be. It must be that good that Warner Brothers is willing to risk it all um, to still release that film. Obviously, last week we talked about how you know um, Ben Affleck is coming back again. So that that's I'm happy to hear that. Uh, we're also learning that if they do continue this universe, maybe Henry Cavill's back as Superman. Um, if Henry Cavill's still willing to do it, I I just I don't know what's going on over at Warner Brothers in DC. They have these tentpole characters. They don't know what they're doing with them. They keep making all these bumbling mistakes. I think if you released Batgirl on on HBO Max, it still would have done decent enough. I mean, you could have released it in theaters as well. Now I'm hearing stuff that maybe uh, Warner Brothers films might not go to HBO Max 45 days after release, which is, if you have this tentpole, if you have this streaming platform that you run, A, why are you taking stuff off that was made specifically for it? B, why do you make this whole thing about, hey, you can watch our movies here first and then not put the movies there? Um, it, 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 it's just... They're making very strange decisions. And part of that is because Zaslav was running Discovery, and this dude goes from making documentaries and reality shows and other bullshit to now running like a major studio. And obviously that doesn't necessarily mean anything because some people can go from jobs that have nothing to do with the film industry and then coming in and running studios very well. I just, it's all interesting. It's just frustrating because I'm a huge DC fan and like they have so much potential. The Snyderverse has potential. Yes, there's been missteps and and things like that. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know how a company that has had premier franchises for quite some time seems to just be not able to do it anymore. And I don't know if it's because Toby Emmerich was such a problem. I don't know if it's because Walter Hamada was in over his head. I, I just... So many things have happened, and it's not great. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm still excited for Black Adam. I'm still excited for Shazam 2. Um, I can't wait for Aquaman. I do want to watch The Flash, even if Ezra Miller is a huge problem. I mean... I am smart enough to understand, like, hey, they are a good actor, and they can give a great performance, but they are also a garbage human being. I, I do it with Kevin Spacey all the time. Kevin Spacey is one of the greatest actors of the 20th and 21st century, but he's also a piece of shit. So, you know, I can understand that. Like, I can dif- disassociate the things and, and, and still be okay you know, people can do that. Um, it just, it, it's an interesting situation for sure. Uh, that's it, though, for movie news. I do want to talk about Bullet Train, the new movie starring Brad Pitt. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Um, why can't... Uh, uh, the, the guy who played... Um, uh, I can't think of that guy's name. Um, but, uh, Joey King is in it as well. Um, a couple unknowns, 
Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, that's his name. Uh, Michael Shannon is also in it. He plays the villain. Um, Sandra Bullock is in it in a, a small role. That was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's in it. No shit. Um, Hiroyuki Sanada, who uh, you guys might know as Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movie from last year. Um, he's in it as well. The movie's great. It's directed by David Leitch, who is famous for uh, being the co-director of John Wick with Chad Stileski. Um, he also worked on Atomic Blonde. He directed Deadpool 2. Um, he's just known for great action movies. Bullet Train is top-tier action movie. It was great. All the jokes landed. Um, a little graphic, maybe for kids. I mean, it is rated R. A lot of, uh, a lot of F-bombs as well. Um, and it does a lot of this fun storytelling where you meet a character and then it shows you how they've interacted with each other in the past. Uh, Zazie Beetz is in it, and her, her character is very interesting in how it plays out. Um, then there's a lot of like back and forths with timing and stuff like that. Reminds me a lot of a Steven Soderbergh film, or like the Oceans films, but more graphic and, and uh, profane, uh, to use the proper terms, um, and more heavy on the action, of course. But it... Overall, I was very pleasantly surprised. I didn't go in with a very high bar. I didn't go in with a low bar. I just went in with like, all right, this movie looks cool. I'm excited to see it. And it delivered on that in spades, right? It, Like I said, the jokes land. The interactions with all the characters are very well. Um, the story itself is really cool. I, I do want to read the book now. It is based on a book um, that uh, called... Maria Beetle by Kotaro Isaka. Um, oh wow, that movie, that book's that old. Um, it's been translated finally in English. Was translated last year. Uh, that's why they called it Bullet Train. Um, and and it, it it it's just it like I said, it's funny overall. The way they portray the characters and 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 everything is really fun. It's a very colorful movie. Um, it's very, the music in the movie is great, and just there, there's, everyone is a standout. And Brad Pitt, honestly, this is probably now my favorite Brad Pitt movie. And he's been in really great films. This is definitely my favorite one, though, now. Um, it, it's, for me, it's an 8 out of 10. Probably one of the best action movies of the year, bar none. Um, I think you guys should check it out. Uh, even if you weren't thinking about it, um, but it's it's definitely a fun movie to go see. It I think it took the weekend um, with thirty million dollars, uh, or just over thirty million dollars, um, and it went up against Easter Sunday. Don't look at the rotten scores. Don't go off the cinema scores. It is way better than those things. Um, those things give it. It's got a very Kill Bill feel to it, even. Um, it's just it's just fun, like I said. And definitely check it out. 8 out of 10, Bullet Train, David Leitch, Brad Pitt, great film. 
That's it, though, for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that was episode 222. Today is August 10th, 2022. Thank you guys for listening. As always, check out nixnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show on the go or right in your browser. Uh, you can find links to our Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Heart uh, Amazon Music, and the like. Uh, we're there for your listening pleasure. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share, make a comment. Um, Upvote, downvote, thumbs up, thumbs down, however you guys want to do it. Uh, as always, I appreciate y'all. Uh, also, while you're there at nixnernews.com, check out our social media tab where you can follow our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can see them all right there in one fancy place, all the feeds, uh, or just search Nixner News on your social media platform of choice. Um, and with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.